You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. I want to honor each and everybody who is in this room right now. All of you who might have had a rough week, but you still decided to tune in anyway. All of you who went through some difficulties and challenges, but you decided to still praise God anyway. All of you who are tired physically, financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, but you still managed to lift up your hands in the presence of Jesus today. You know, Jesus says, come to me, all who are tired and burdened, and I will give you rest. So here's my declaration for you. I declare that Jesus is going to re-energize the energy that you lost last week. I declare that Jesus is going to replenish the joy and the love that leaked from your life this week. I declare that He's, he's going to relieve you from the stress and the anxiety and He's going to lift you from out of that burden that you carried this week. Come on, how many of you are glad to be in God's presence today? If you're glad to be in God's presence, come on and give Him the praise wherever you are. Let heaven and let your neighbor know how happy you are right now. Come on, let's rejoice in the presence of Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, it's so good to be in the presence of Jesus. By, by the way, my name is Brother Audie Villaraza. I am so happy and I'm so honored to be able to serve you today. And hey, if you're new here to the feast, to Feast at Home, would you type in real quickly, I'm a first timer in the chat box so, so that we can see who you are. I want to take this opportunity to welcome you into this loving community. And because I cannot shake your hands physically, I need our spiritual family to help me welcome our guests. Everybody type this in, welcome home. Welcome home, welcome to the family. After this session, I would love to invite you to a very personal Zoom session, a little Zoomustahan, so to speak. We're posting the link right now. We have invited a very special guest by the name of Vea Lim Vinyas, our dear friend. She serves in Feast Alabang, Feast uh, Bellevue together with her husband, Brother Mike Vinyas, and she's going to bless us. Um, regular timers are very much welcome to this, all right? So please do hope, I do hope that I see you there. Join the party. We have two Zumustan sessions, one at 10 a.m. and one at 1 o'clock p.m., all right? So I hope to see you there. And also for all the young children, the, the, the kids, all right? We've got, just in case you don't know this, we've got an awesome kids session happening after every feast session, all right? So parents, you can ask your kids to join right after you're done with your gadget. Share the love of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ to your children. Let's form our young ones because they are the next generation who will become our leaders, all right? So as early as now, make sure that they follow Jesus. All right, so anyway, let's begin our session for today. We've got something lined up for you that is amazing. And, you know, we are on talk two of this new series called The Clash. All right, and our talk for today is entitled Righteousness versus Repentance. It's going to be beautiful. So please stick around with us. Learn with us today as we study God's Word. And with that, let us signify the greatest symbol of love in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Everybody from wherever you are, I want you to stretch your hands and say this with me. Today, 
I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved, I am God's servant, and I'm God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody, let's all sing together. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I pray that whatever concerns, whatever fears, whatever doubts, whatever burdens that you are carrying right now, that you would at this moment just, just pause. Take a moment to pause, you know, park it first. Put it on the foot of Jesus and listen to the Lord because He's about to speak. And I'd like to welcome in right now the person who God is going to use, our dear, dear friend, Brother Bo Sanchez. Yay! Thank you so much for joining us at the feast. I am so happy you are here to receive the blessing and the grace of God. Are you ready? Welcome back to our deep dive in Matthew. Amazing, amazing study so far. And I want to preach this comforting, hopeful, powerful, simple message. Are you ready? That God's mercy is bigger than all your mistakes. I know it's powerful. It's so simple. And yet people need to hear this because I've met a lot of people who have done a lot of mistakes in their lives, really a lot. And they think that God will not bless them anymore. But here's the truth. All of us have made all sorts of mistakes. We have. Perhaps you have made mistakes. Perhaps you gave yourself to addictions or you were a rebellious child and you did not make your parents happy and you're filled with regret right now. Perhaps you married the wrong person. Perhaps you did not raise your kids well or you made some wrong financial decisions and right now you're telling yourself, oh, woe is me, it's hopeless. Can I share this to you? I wanna give you hope today. Your future is brighter than your past. How do I know? Because God's mercy is bigger than all your mistakes. I've met a lot of people who have blown it. For example, Jordan and Cindy. I remember talking to them. You know, whilst, while they were still single, Cindy got pregnant. She was 18 years old. And so Jordan and Cindy had to drop off from college. They rushed into, the, into marriage. And today, every day is a struggle. I mean, when I talk to them, they, they, I, Here's what I realized when I, when I was, you know, just chatting with them about their life. Their problem was not only the lack of money, their problem was the lack of hope. And it's like they, they, they were sharing to me, um, Brother Bo, siguro parusa na ng Panginoon to sa amin dahil sa kasalanan namin dati. And I said, oh gosh, no, no, this, this is not God and this is, this is not what God wants for your life. And... So this is what I did. I told them, your mistakes can never be bigger than His mercy. 
And what I did was I opened the Bible and I started sharing to them how the central superstar characters of the Bible made all sorts of mistakes. I, I, I talked about Jacob, for example, who, how he lied and how he deceived and how he swindled. And yet God named a whole nation after him, Israel, right? And then David, he was an adulterer and a murderer. And yet he was the greatest king that Israel ever had. And then talk about one of the greatest prophets, if not the greatest prophets of the Old Testament, Elijah. Whoa, powerful guy. But he became depressed and he became a coward in front of Queen Jezebel. Or how about, um, oh, by the way, Elijah also ended up in the miracle of the transfiguration, right? With, with Jesus and Moses and Elijah right there beside him. Or how about Peter? Yeah, the apostle, hot-tempered and, you know, out of control guy, impulsive, and yet Jesus made him the head of his church. How about Paul? He murdered saints, brought them to prison, caused so much untold suffering. And yet, one of the greatest missionaries in the, in the, in the whole of scriptures. And so I told Jordan and Cindy this. If you read the Bible, the biggest stars in Scripture are the biggest sinners. And so, and then I, I told them this story and I want to share it with you. It's a simple story. When my son was five years old, he announced to everybody, I'm going to make, I'm going to cook pancakes. So, and then he entered the kitchen and while he was in the kitchen, it sounded like the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Like, whoa, what's all that racket? I walked in and it was like, you know, you read the book of Genesis, you know, before creation, there was chaos. That's what I saw in the kitchen. Chaos of Genesis proportions. It, it was... <laughs> It was like a tsunami hit. It's like, you know, broken eggshells everywhere and flour on the floor and spilt milk on the table. And so the, the, reason, the reason that happened was because he was five years old. He made all sorts of mistakes. And here's my point. I kind of like expected that because well, you, you cannot grow if you do not make mistakes. And so today I want to share with you a controversial belief I have. I believe that God expects us to make mistakes. Do you think for a moment that God is surprised when we fall? No, God makes room for our mistakes. And that room is called mercy. The Bible says that all things work for good to those who love Him. And all things include our mistakes, that God even uses our mistakes to bless us. I'm not giving you a license to sin. Some people are saying, oh, Brother Bo, you're... No, 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 I'm not giving you a license to sin. I'm giving you a license to hope. Because if right now you, you are hopeless, because you feel as though you have made so much wrong decisions in your life and that you, you will be stuck there forever, I'm telling you, no. Take my life. Take my example. I have sinned against God many, many times. 
over the past. I'm 55 for crying out loud. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm a semi-old guy and I look back at all the sins of my life. OMG! So, let me tell you, because of all my sins and my selfishness and my stubbornness, my disobedience, my, my gosh, my, my, my addictions, uh, my, my bad habits, over the past decades, let me tell this to you, share this to you. I have not fulfilled God's plan A. He had a plan A for my life. I didn't fulfill that. Nor did I fulfill God's plan B or plan C or plan D or plan E or etc. And then when I did not fulfill plan Z, do you know what God did? You know what God did? He invented a whole new alphabet. And so I believe that nothing we can do can stop Him from loving us. And so today, at this stage of my life, I am swimming in an ocean of blessings. And I do not deserve any of them. I don't. I am, I've been married to this amazing woman for the past 23 years. I have these two fantastic boys. I've got family and friends that, I, that are so wonderful. I do not deserve them. I do not. And I, I cannot wish for anything more uh, when I look at all that God has blessed me with. Also, think about this. Even until now, in this age of my life, I'm still good looking. If you do not agree with me, I will pray for you less. <laughs> Can you, you know, when I think about my life, is this luck? Like, am I just lucky? And the answer is no, this is not luck. This is called mercy. My dear friend, have you made mistakes in your life? Have you failed? If the answer is yes, don't be too hard on yourself. Let me preach this word again to you. God is bigger. God's mercy is bigger than all your mistakes. Audie, come, preach to us the Word of God. I am so glad that you are still here. Thank you for not leaving me and Brother Bo. Thank you for studying the Word of God with us today. And by the way, let's thank Brother Bo for preaching that amazing and powerful message. Somebody type in, thank you, Brother Bo. It's so good, so good. I pray that God has been using this message right now to really speak and minister to you. Anyway, you know, we still find ourselves in the thick of the story that we left off last Sunday where we saw Jesus recently enter into Jerusalem and Jesus recently cleansed the temple from looking like a public marketplace. And, you know, just to make things a little more interesting, Jesus curses a fig tree because it, it wasn't producing any fruit. So if you missed any of those messages last week, you know, just tune in. Our YouTube channel, you'll find a library, an archive, and our FB page. Do add us also so that you can be notified every time we go live, all right? So anyway, what happens after this? Jesus now goes back into the city. We're going to find it now in the story. The book of Matthew chapter 21, verse 23. Let's read together. It says that when Jesus returned to the temple and began teaching, the leading priests and elders came up to him. and They demanded, by what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you? The right. You know, I remember as I'm just reading this now, I remember that once upon a time, I gave a, a motivational talk to a group of Supreme Court justices. 
it was a once in a lifetime experience and you know it was something that i will always treasure for for good and bad reasons I say bad because when I met one of the judges, you know, this is what she did. She took one good look at me from, from top to bottom. And you know what she said? She said, you're our speaker? You're our speaker? You, sh you, you look like you should be the one listening to us and not the other way around. Actually, it was meant to be a joke. But, you know, because she was a judge, I could not help but feel judged, you know. And this is a very common trap that I believe we all fall into. All of us, we fall into this trap that just because sometimes we're in a higher position or in a better position, you know, sometimes there's a tendency for us to what? To look down on others with, with disdain. There is a real danger, you know, when, whenever you do this, I'll give you two reasons why you never do that. First, that when you do that, you become detached. That's right, you become detached. You become distant. Nobody is able to talk to you. Like we're all up there in our own little kingdom as a king or as a queen, executing and beheading every, anyone who dares to correct us or, or to confront us. Second is, the reason why you don't do that is you become deaf. You become deaf. You're unable to hear God speak. You know, the Holy Spirit's voice is drowned out by your pride and your ego. So if you want to hear God, how many of you want to hear God? Give me a virtual hands up. If you want to honestly and sincerely hear God, you need to humble yourself because it takes humility to listen. Humility enables us to hear. Say that with me. Listen with humility. Listen with humility. If you want to hear God this week speak to you, you got to listen with humility. Proud people, they're unable to hear God because they only hear themselves. All right? But anyway, here is how Jesus responded to the religious leaders. Check this out. In verse 24, Jesus says, I will tell you by what authority I do these things if you answer one question. And then he says, Did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely human? And then here's what happened. The, the, the elders and the religious leaders, they, they talked it over among themselves. And they said, If we say it was from heaven, he will ask us why we didn't believe John. But if we say it was merely human, we will be mobbed because the people believed that John was a prophet. So here's how they replied. We don't know. You know, this is one of those situations that a lot of people call this as damned if you do and damned if you don't. Just like those times when a woman asks you, for example, when a woman asks you, do I look fat to you? Okay, quick tip, quick tip for all the men. Men, listen to me, all right? When your girlfriend or when your wife asks you the question, do I look fat to you? Take note, okay? Are you listening? Take note. There is no right answer to that question ever, okay? I, I, I'm stressing that out, ever. This is a death, death trap. We have lost so many male casualties because of this question. All of them died a horrible ending. So please save yourself. Because if you say no, she won't believe you. And if you say yes, guess what? She will bury you alive. So here's my advice. The next time your girl asks you, do I look fat? Here's what you do. Look her straight in the eye. Now you got to make sure that you're looking at her straight in the eye. Because if you look at the ceiling or the floor, oh my gosh, she will know and you will end up as a dead man before the sun even goes down. So I would need you to look at her eye, straight in the eye, and then say this very slowly. 
say this. I love you just the way you are. Whew, that's it. You can even sing it. When I see your face, there's not a thing that I won't change. Because you're amazing. That's right. Just the way you are. Listen, 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 listen. All right? Let me stop there. Listen. The reason why your woman is even asking you how, uh, if she looks fat in the first place is because she just wants to feel assured that you still find her attractive. So, so don't just tell her. Show her. All right? Make her, make her feel loved just the way she is. Come on. Can I get an amen from all the women? Amen from the women. That's right. Yeah, you're welcome. I will send you my Gcash number later, women. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. All right? Because Jesus is not yet done replying to the leaders. He goes and tells them parable, a, a very beautiful parable of the two boys. It says in verse 28, follow with me. All right? Verse 28, Jesus says, but what do you think about this? A man with two sons told the, other, the older boy, son, go out and work in the vineyard today. And so the, the son answered, no, I won't go. But later, he changed his mind and, and went anyway. Then the father told the other son, you go. And he said, yes, sir, I will. But he didn't go. Which of the two obeyed his father? They replied, the first. Okay, this is not the story of one good son and one bad son. Right? I want you to know this, that this is actually the tale of two bad boys, two bad sons. Because the difference is that the first son appears to be bad, while the second son appears to be good. And it's a beautiful lesson about how we should never be fooled by appearances. You know, always go deeper. But in case you're wondering, you know, between the two, the first one and the second one, who obeyed God's will? Actually, the religious leaders got it correct because they said that it was the first son. But... Jesus didn't stop there because he knew that he needed to explain it further to the religious leaders so that they don't take it only from the surface level. All right, let's go to verse 31. This is how Jesus explains it. He says, then Jesus explained his meaning. I tell you the truth. Corrupt tax collectors and prostitutes will get into the kingdom of God before you do. For John the Baptist came and showed you the right way to live, but you didn't believe him. Well, tax collectors and prostitutes did. And even when you saw this happening, you refused to believe him and repent of your sins. Now, let me explain this very important part. You know, if there's anyone we should imitate between those two boys or those two sons, it should be the first one. The one who said no in the beginning, but later on changed his mind. And then he said yes. Because why? Because the second son might have said yes in the beginning, but we all know that he didn't do anything about it. You know, there are a lot of Christians out there who are like that second son. They saw, or they say rather, they say that they believe in God, but they don't really practice their faith. They say that they will forgive that person, but then they withhold mercy after they even receive that apology. They say that they're going to give to the church, but then they hold back once there is a sale in Lazada or Shopee. They say that they will love their spouse forever, but then they lie and cheat behind their back. You see, being a Christian is not just about speaking the right thing. No, it's also about doing the right thing. It's about actions. Actions speak louder than words. It's not just about talking. It's about doing. Come on, say amen if you agree with what I'm saying. That's why Jesus commended the sinners who are now following him. You know, they might have been late coming to the party, coming to the flock, 
But what's important is that they came back. They're following Jesus now. You know, regardless of the shame and the sin and the stain that they carried with them. The religious leaders looked like they were very respectable on the outside. But you know, on the inside, they were the complete opposite. They were arrogant and pr proud and selfish and self-serving. That's why Jesus commended the tax collectors and the prostitutes who turned their life around by following Jesus. And you know, I speak this message to somebody who is so reluctant to come before God because you feel like you messed up your life. You know, you're ashamed because you walked away from your family. You're ashamed because you stole something from your company. You're ashamed because you gave away your purity to somebody you barely even knew. You're ashamed because you did some things that cost you to walk away from God. And now you're even more ashamed because you know that you only come to God whenever you mess up your life, whenever you've got a big problem and you're afraid because you think that God's mercy has a limitation. Listen to me. You're not the only one. Because when you read the Bible, you know, the Bible is filled with stories just like that. Stories like yours, stories like mine. People who thought they missed their chance at getting a better life, but then Jesus showed up and showed them otherwise. For example, there's Mary Magdalene who had seven demons living inside of her. She lost all hope that there was going to be a cure until Jesus healed her. There's also the Samaritan woman who had five failed marriages. She was hopeless and loveless until Jesus made her taste living water. There was also Zacchaeus, the chief tax collector who stole money from the public. You know, he wanted a new life, but he couldn't find it until Jesus gave him a new way of living. And then there's Peter. Peter who denied him not once, not twice, but thrice. Peter walked away from the mission until Jesus showed him the way back. And then there is you, and then there's me. You know, you and I have made so many mistakes in our life. Type yes if you agree with me. You've made some mistakes, I've made some mistakes, but then, you know, when you look at how Jesus still blesses you, how He still forgives me, how He still loves you, how He still loves me, and how He still uses us, you know, it tells us one thing, that God's mercy is bigger than our mistakes. His love for us is beyond our sin. So don't ever let the devil tell you otherwise. Never ever define your life by your mistakes. That's what the enemy wants you to do. Instead, define yourself by God's mercy. I want you to chew this truth this week, all right? I want you to digest this and then chew on it. God actually doesn't call the righteous. God calls the repentant. So my dear friends, repent today. You know, come back to God. Come back to the flock. Come back to Him. The Bible says that God is gracious and compassionate. He will not turn His face from you if you return to him so return to him today my friend god is waiting for you you might feel like you're the prodigal son or the prodigal daughter who walked away from the inheritance squandered the inheritance but god is waiting for you because he's a father who loves you and guess what the moment god sees you running he'll be the first one coming he's the one who's going to come running to you so come back to him today are you ready to come back to the lord Let's all pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, here we are. In the midst of your presence, here we are. In our brokenness, in our incompleteness. And we're praying, Lord, that you make us whole again. Thank you for your love that never ceases. Thank you for your mercy that never ends. 
We are here in your presence and we are just allowing you, Lord, to speak to us as we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph slash radio.